When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Big game at home, uh, back-to-back, a chance to, you know, get us moving in the right direction. And uh, it was a hard-fought game. That's a good team over there. And I think we made uh, a lot of big plays. Guys stepped up and, and kind of trusted each other and, and trusted the system. So all around, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good victory. I would say we were more aggressive and even in zone, you know, when we, when we saw pucks bouncing, we were attacking. And um, it was good to see a lot of big hits. And that creates something, right? You get pucks to the net, bodies to the net, and then... You know, you get the puck back and you end up scoring, something happens. you got to kind of be aggressive out there. So that's what we want to see, right? Every period, um, start of periods, right to the end. Um, we want to uh, be competing and, and uh, just finding ways to, to win. So that was good to see, and, and that gets everyone involved, right? That's Jordan Bennington talking about a fantastic 4-1 to home win over the New Jersey Devils last night for the St. Louis Blues, a game that put their record back to even after nine games at 4-4-1 and and jumped them over a couple of teams in the Central Division standings. I'm Chris Kerber. Glad to have you with us. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction. It's your next day post-game podcast, getting you caught up on everything St. Louis Blues from the game the night before. Coming up on the podcast, you'll hear from Steve Vott, from Jake Neighbors, from Kevin Hayes, from Craig Berube, Joe Vitale's breakdown. You'll also have my three takeaways from the game. But first, let's get to the highlights. Thomas. Sweeps it over to the far side. Butchnevich got the line, but it's poked right back out. And now it's into the neutral zone coming up. Hughes, he got around Falk, walks it in, shoots it on. Bennington, a big save. And then an awkward crash to the wall by Hughes. Puck coming to Cairo, drags it into the front, backhands it to the goal. And there is Saad to try to push it in. And a nice save by Schmidt. Puck goes over to the far wing by the Devils and they quickly break it out. Bring it into the blue zone, wide open to the near wing. Then they hit the trailer and a shot fired by Hamilton. A good save by Bennington. You can't wear number 88 if you're a small guy. Puck coming into the middle. Blues get to it. Shoot! Score! Neighbors! Forced the turnover from number 88. Kevin Ball and the feed from Blade. The Neighbors goes in. Blues have scored first. 1-0, 12-48 the play, second period. Blues get the puck straight away, Verona, shot on, rebound, backhand, Letty, Hayes, he scores! Kevin Hayes, his first is a blue. Finds the puck at the top of the crease, and a greasy one under the crossbar, gives the Blues a 2-0 lead, 10-06 the play in the second period. Right off the puck and the draw, and that goes to the far side. It's backhanded in by Lazar. 
This time Bennington made the save, but the Blues couldn't find the rebound. And Curtis Lazar has made it a 2-1 hockey game, 321 to go. Devils have a man alone in front. Huge save, Bennington. The puck blocked also by Krug. Puck cleared around to the line. Not out. Now they get it out. Hayes this time to the empty net. Score! Bennington might get an assist on this one. The Hayes empty net goal. Minute 37 to go in the third period. It's 3-1 St. Louis. They get the puck to Hayes. Wide open. Falk. Towards the front, Thomas, he scores, 4-1, St. Louis, nine seconds to go. Seven seconds to go, the puck drops, the Blues have it. And they're back to 500, there's the horn, you can bring out the Zamboni. The St. Louis Blues beat the New Jersey Devils by a score of 4-1 tonight. And start the home standoff with a big win on home ice. Well, after the final buzzer, Steve Ott joined us and talked about how important it was to win the first of these four home games. Well, it's huge, but even bigger than that, it's a great bounce back uh, game. Obviously, we didn't like the third period there in Colorado, and uh, I thought for the most part it was a it was a pretty complete game. There were some times they were obviously going to pressure, but we withstand it. Benner played well, and uh, we get a, a huge win. Steve, you bounced around team to team, and of course, Kevin Hayes in his first year as a blue, a little bit snake bit to start the year. How good is it to see him have some offensive success? Here tonight well big time I mean you, we've all talked about confidence in our life and uh, as a player and that just adds to it right away he gets on the, the, the game sheet his uh, teammates are extremely proud of him and they get happy and you know you just feel a lot lighter as a player so uh, you know proud of him he did a great job there going to that cage for his first goal and was rewarded and almost with a hat trick tonight Steve last thing uh, real quick for you you're the first team to hold the Devils to fewer than three goals what was it about the five-man unit tonight that helped out? Well, first, uh, probably, to be honest with you, when uh, one of their best players goes down, unfortunately, with Hughes, um, you know, that, that lessens a lot of their offense. But uh, to be honest with you, uh, we played a very tight game. I thought our defense's own coverage was good. I thought our direct mindset of going north, putting pucks towards that cage and being a lot harder with two inside, paid dividends to, to continue to wear them down. Jake Neighbors had a terrific game. We'll talk more about him in one of my three takeaways a little later on in the podcast. Yeah, I think just getting on the forecheck, making things hard on them. I thought, you know, we skated well all night on all three zones, whether it was being on top of them in the neutral zone, being hungry in the O zone, or, or trying to end plays in the D zone. So, um, you know, there was moments where, uh, you know, we can clean some things up, but I thought overall it, it was really good. Jake, is this a, a win against a really good New Jersey team? Is this one of those wins where you say, wow, we beat a really good team? Could this really create a lot of momentum for you guys now moving forward? 100%. I think we saw a lot as a team and, and what we can do tonight, and uh, we can be hard to play against and create offense and, um, you know, be sound defensively. So, um, you know, I think moving forward, obviously, start of a four-game homestand, and, and two points is a good start. With the four-game homestand staring in front of you, how important from a confidence level are wins on, on first games like that? Yeah, 100%. It's important. Uh, you know, we knew Jersey was coming off a of back-to-back, and uh, like you said, started a four-game homestand. So we knew how important this one was for us, and uh, enjoy it for the night, shift gears, and, and take on Montreal tomorrow. All right, Jake, thank you so much for giving us a moment. We appreciate it. Thanks, fellas. Well, we mentioned a big night on the ice for Kevin Hayes. His first two goals as a blue was an empty net goal away from the hat trick. He had three points in the game. And here's Kevin Hayes talking about getting that monkey off his back. Yeah, no, definitely relieved. I uh, feel like uh, I haven't really got too many looks this season. Uh, I've been trying 
working hard, but uh, nice to actually see one going. Felt good. Pride myself on a possession game, and I, I feel like I haven't really been too possessive this season. I've been trying to be. Um, thought tonight was a lot better, not just because of the goal. I think I had a lot more looks tonight. Kind of just had more of a workers' mentality tonight, and that was nice to see going. I feel like some of our losses this year have kind of have been due to our mistakes. There's no question about uh, the hard work in this team. Everyone puts in the effort every night, every every day of practice. Uh, we just have to kind of limit our own mistakes that end up in the back of our net. And I think tonight we kind of try to get pucks north and get pucks behind their D and play that way. Craig Berube made it even more simple when talking about Kevin Hayes in just a simple north-south game. There was times where he had opportunities and didn't shoot. Um, you know, I think there was times where, you know, he wanted to make a play rather than shoot it. Um, to me, he was looking to shoot tonight more um, direct. He's just got to... He's got to play north hockey. When he plays north and uses his big body like that, he's an effective player. You know, but when you want to delay and, and play east-west, it's a tough game. You know, play north. And if he plays north and uses his big body and gets around that net, you, you know, he can, he can produce for us and do some good things. Well, a solid all-around defensive performance by the St. Louis Blues that eventually led to offense. Craig Berube talks about the all-around game from last night. Well, I thought that um, started the game really well, skating, pressure, forechecking, shot the puck. Really liked our pace in the first period. Same second, too. I thought we got a little too much east-west later on in the second period. Some puck plays through the neutral zone and things like that kind of stop skating a bit. But third, you know, again, they come hard in the third, but I thought we handled it well. I mean, we gave up maybe a few more shots than I would like, but overall, pretty real good effort by everybody. When we won draws in the offensive zone, we, we got it to the net. Well, I think it starts with our forecheck. I thought guys, you know, hounded hard, you know, worked secondary forecheck, getting over top of things, just forcing them to, you know, have to dump pucks and things like that. Um, that's a very good team over there with great speed and a great rush game in general, and I thought that we um, we handled it pretty well. We mentioned it being the first of a four-game homestand. That next game coming tonight, what a great night on the way. A hockey night in St. Louis on a Saturday night against the Montreal Canadiens. Craig Berube with a real quick early scouting report. We got to come out tomorrow against Montreal's playing well, and again they got some real good speed um, on their team, some uh, great skill. So um, you know we're going to have to play smart. Um, we're going to have to skate, and again, like just play uh, predictable and with structure against them. You know um, that's the key. So how did Joe Vitale look at last night's win over the New Jersey Devils? Let's get straight to his breakdown. Joe, let's start in net. In the end, the New Jersey Devils. Gave a push in the third period. They finished with 16 third period shots on goal and a game total of 34. It was a 33 save performance for Jordan Bennington, who, yes, a lot of those shots came from the outside in some ways, but there was a lot of traffic in front of him all night. He had to be sharp a lot tonight. For sure, absolutely he did. And, you know, you look at that push in the third period, that's when he was really tested. You know, the only goal he gave up really was off of a bit of a gaff. uh, accidental stick from Kevin Hayes through traffic. It goes off his blade and ends up setting up perfectly there for Lazar. And uh, aside from that, I don't think there was really any moments where he looked under distress. We talked to Steve Ott just briefly moments ago and very impressed by the defensive zone coverage. There was not much available right there. I mean, there just wasn't much available in the D zone. 
Uh, aside from that little bit of a push they had where there was puck possession, I, I wouldn't necessarily say there was a lot of backdoor grade-A chances. And the only one that really could have ended up hurting you was the Toffoli one where he shot over the net. Um, part of that, I think, had to do with uh, you're coming off a, a tough road trip. You're coming off of a game against the Colorado Avalanche. It got dudded a little bit. So there was a bit of a spark to really get in there and, and dig your heels into playing strong defensive hockey. And I think you combine that with curves as we saw – you know, Jack Hughes, the leading point guy in the National Hockey League, go down in the first period. I think you, you combine those two things. I mean, truly, I mean, you're going to give your, your chance, yourself the best chance to be successful in a game like this. And you mentioned it, and it's worth mentioning again, you know, playing defensive strong hockey, the other team loses the best point guy in the league, and you were very disciplined in this game. I mean, you, you found yourself killing one penalty. It was only the Torpchenko. There was another penalty in the game, but ended up becoming four on four because they were coincidentals. But you kill the Torpchenko penalty at the beginning, and then you don't find yourself killing one more penalty the rest of the game. Uh, if you look at that and that alone, that makes a big difference in the game. You look at the Colorado, you find yourself in the box too much there. You're giving McKinnon the puck, you're giving Ranton the puck, it hurts you. Go back to the Vancouver game, the one before that. Buchnevich takes a penalty in the first 20 seconds. You got Pedersen, you got Quinn Hughes. They're out there, they're touching the puck, they're feeling it, they're getting in the groove of the game, right? And the Blues have not or did not allow the New Jersey Devils' best players to get out there more than once tonight, Curbs. And I tell you what, you, you combine those three things, and that's about as good of a game plan as you can have against a very good New Jersey team and a huge win on home ice to start this home stand. Kevin Hayes rewarded tonight. He, he did, and, and he deserves it. Um, I mentioned the broadcast, and he was one player I talked to probably the majority of the morning and did not look himself. We were used to seeing him in upbeat and spunky. He was down in the dumps after the Colorado game, coming off the plane, and didn't look much better. It wasn't like a a shallow sadness it was more of just like i want the game to be right now like he this morning he he wanted the game to happen he, I'm, i would imagine he probably didn't nap very well today just antsy to get this thing going and, and get on the board he mentioned to me this morning he's like need to just get off the get on the board and get off this schneid man i need need needed so bad and not only one but he got two could have had three but uh certainly the number one star with two goals one assist here and you bring him in to to be a net front presence guy curbs that's how he scores his first as a blue a great rebound, boxes two defenders out on that play to chip it over the goalie uh, for the second goal of the game, which ended up being the game winner. And then it was, of course, the the empty netter there uh, that kind of sealed things off here tonight. A player that you know you bring in for a net from presence, you bring in for a lot of things on the ice, and just a wonderful personality off the ice. A player that really has gelled so well and then helped his teammates gel together as well. Uh, so it's great to see players like you know the, the, him and the Bortuzos, these great guys in the locker room, get rewarded on big nights like this and certainly was a great a great night for him against an opponent who we've seen quite a bit on the Eastern Conference. Well, while it might have been lost or might get lost on sometimes the least observant, uh, there's one another really sweet spot about what Kevin Hayes did tonight. He's been growing a mustache, yeah. and when you look at this thing starting to come in after a night like that, that thing's sticking for a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to end up with one sick, sweet stash coming up just because of tonight's game. Well, I would imagine he's doing it for November. And I think it actually almost looks like it might have the Fu Manchu thing coming down. It might be coming. And yeah. you know what? If you have a good month of November, I, I say we – It might be there. I say we start – you know, we, we were really big into selling Ivan Barbashev jerseys over the last few yeah. years. Maybe maybe we start making the push for to the keep Kevin Hayes – The Hayes stash. Keep the Hayes stash. We challenge him to, to, to beat the Bernie Federico stash, the Federico stash. I like like that. that Bernie was so famous on. An important aspect of the early part of the season is even though they've traded wins and losses, they snapped a two-game losing streak here and, and avoided it becoming something more. And that may not sound like a lot, 
But as we saw last year, it actually can mean something as you're looking for traction in other parts of your game. Well, this, yeah, if you want to make the playoffs, you got to put wins together. you got to string them together. And the same thing goes for if you want to avoid the playoffs or miss out, you have got to stop the bleeding quickly. You know, you go back to the season last year, it was a good Blues team. It it was under we were I think it was we overestimated at times, but they underachieved. Mm-hmm. And it really to me started at the beginning of the year when they fell behind in that pretty nasty little hole when they lost eight straight. Then of course you win eight straight, but it was just that seesaw effect of you win three, you lose three, you win two, you lose two. And they really couldn't string it together and, and put a five, six-game run together and then maybe come off for one or two and then get right back to a three and a four. So that, that to me, is what you got to do very early where you don't find yourself chasing in the season. But you're right. This, this could have gotten out of hand quickly because you look at the schedule starting in Vancouver. It was Vancouver in Colorado again, and then against a very good New Jersey team. And then you got the Montreal Canadiens. I think the Montreal Canadiens really was the most winnable game out of those four. But you come in here tonight and you welcome the New Jersey Devils in here, and, and you kind of pushed them around. I mean, that, that was a bit of a bully fest, I would say, right there. They out-hit them. Uh, there was way more physicality on the St. Louis end, winning battles in front of the net, winning 50-50 pucks, and they certainly took advantage of a team that played a Minnesota heavy team last night with travel through the night, uh, and it looked very good here tonight. All right, what do you have uh, for the Bud Light three stars and your Joe Vitale work? I got Schmied, the goaltender here. I'm going to give him the number three star. I thought he looked good. I mean, there's two empty netters. Really, the game's yep. two to one. He looked fantastic. Jordan Bennington, our goalie, he's number two. Kevin Hayes, we talked about him. Two goals, one assist, number one. And I'm going to go with Jake Neighbors. He's going to be my boot guy. He got the opening goal. Uh, but some big hits, you know, some great collisions and kind of mucking it up in the game there as well, which is what you got to do when you're a bottom six guy to create some energy in this building and I think his goal and his hitting and his physicality, especially in that second period, really got the fans up on their feet, and the Blues never looked back. Thank you, Joe. Time now for my three takeaways from last night's game. Number three, let's start with Jake Neighbors. 11 minutes, 43 seconds time on ice. He had a goal. He was plus one. He had four shots on goal. He had five shot attempts. And in the end, finished with five hits, which was also second most on the team behind the six hits delivered from Sammy Blay. Jake Neighbors is proving to be one of those guys that can move up and down the lineup, but his energy, his smart play, his defensive play, his constant work ethic led to a terrific game last night. And really, for the most part, yes, you're going to see a few mistakes from the young player, but it has been a terrific start to the season for Jake Neighbors and an encouraging one that could see his ice time grow if he has more games like that. (laughs) Takeaway number two in the game. Well, you got to go back to the power play. Yes, it was a 4-1 to one win. Yes, the penalty kill was good. But the Blues earned two power plays in the first period. They had three shots on goal. They had plenty of zone time. They just aren't getting enough traffic through to the net and opportunities there. Two opportunities in the first period for the power play to give the Blues the lead. It was unsuccessful, and the Blues now one for 26 on the power play so far. A historically tough start offensively for the Blues in that department, something that will continue to be scrutinized until it starts to produce. And my number one takeaway from the game last night, look, it was game number nine. Tonight, the Blues have game number 10. One thing is very clear. Coming out of last season, the Blues wanted to focus on the defensive side of the puck as a team, and they are doing that. Yes, the offense will eventually come, but right now the Blues are giving up just 2.67 goals per game. That's top 10 in the National Hockey League in terms of fewest goals against per game. Five on five, they've allowed the 11th fewest total five on five goals. And even the penalty killing, 
It's ranked 16th in the league right now. But if you get rid of that three for four night that the Arizona Coyotes had, the Blues penalty killing in the other eight games is at 90%. That would be top five in the league. It's very clear that the Blues came in with a defensive first mentality and they are playing that game very well. They're going to need it tonight. As the Blues continue this four-game homestand, the Montreal Canadiens come into town, and we can't wait to see you at Enterprise Center later on tonight. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction. It's our post-game next day podcast with everything getting you caught up from the St. Louis Blues from the night before. Thanks for tuning in. Let your friends know about it. Subscribe to it. We'll see you tonight at the rink against the Montreal Canadiens. Have a great Saturday and hopefully a great hockey Saturday night.